We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. How's it going, everybody? Welcome in to another episode of the Math Step Back Podcast. I'm your host, Dalton Trigg. I'm flying solo today. But there's still a lot to talk about because the Mavs, they suffered their second loss of this young season on Wednesday night against the Toronto Raptors at American Airlines Center. The Raptors coming into that game had one of the best defenses in the league. They also had one of the worst offenses, the sixth worst offense heading into that game. Uh, The Mavs, on the other hand, you know, they have had one of the, the best offenses in the league. And the defense wasn't great, but it wasn't bad either. You know, it was about middle of the pack. But the Raptors came in and they won 127 to 116. Luka Doncic had 31 points and uh, seven rebounds, eight assists, four steals, one block, but he only shot 11 of 26 from the field. So this continues to be a tough matchup for Luka. Every time. He plays against the Raptors. Doesn't matter if he has Kyrie Irving or not. Uh, it's just tough for him. You know, the the overall, the elite length, those rangy defenders, big defenders, they, they it's just hard for Luka uh, having several of those guys thrown at him. And you can't, it's not like you can just get a screen and switch off on somebody that uh, that can't guard him unless, it, you know, Dennis Schroeder. Um you know, that's probably the only example. But other than him, I mean, if you if you switch, it's like, oh, okay, well, I'm going to get a screen here on OG Ananobi. Oh, great. Now I have Pascal Siakam <laughs> covering me or Chris Boucher or Otto Porter Jr. You know, it's they, they, they've just got so many guys with, uh, with great defensive potential. Uh, Scotty Barnes didn't even mention him, uh, and he's arguably their best player, but um, or he had been coming into last night, but Pascal Siakam stole the show. He had a breakout game. He had been averaging just 15 points a game this season with you know his shooting percentages being down, and he had a season-high 31 points to go with 12 rebounds, 5 assists on 15-25 shooting last night against the Mavs. So, you know, it uh, – it wasn't great, but, you know, it's only the second loss of the season. Obviously, the biggest thing is Derek Lively uh, was out, the the rookie starting center for the Mavs. He had a non-COVID illness and missed that game, first game he's missed all season. And, man, 
did the Mavs show that they really need their 19-year-old center <laughs> to be their defensive anchor because they got walloped on the boards, 50 to 38. It was even worse in the paint point department. 72 paint points they gave up to Toronto. Uh, and then they only scored 40 of their own. So just just awful, awful. They, You know, Jason Kidd mentioned it after the game, how important Lively is to the Mavs. And he, he kind of called out the other bigs on the Mavs roster saying that, um, that there was nobody in the paint for them. And, I mean, it, that might be harsh, but it was true. That is, that is a true statement from Jason Kidd talking about the Mavs' big man situation. It was just, it was awful. Um, aside, I mean, look, that's the that's the two obvious things. Uh, there is Derek Lively being out, and then that resulting in the Mavs losing the rebounding and paint battle as badly as they did. That's that's the obvious thing. If you knew that Lively was out, now I've got three big takeaways from this Mavs Raptors game, and again. You know, it's some of it's harsh, some of it's just typical observations. But the first thing is Josh Green let the Mavs down. I mean, it's that's just just plain and simple. He let them down. I mean, uh, he he's got to be better for the Mavs this season. I mean, uh, they're not expecting him to be a star player. I've mentioned this a few times now, but. You know, you can't have a guy that you just gave a three-year, $41 million contract extension. You can't have a guy like that in 18 minutes off the bench just scoring three points, shooting one of three, and then in those 18 minutes, you're a team-high negative 21. And look, I know box score plus minus isn't the end-all be-all, but it matched the eye test last night. Josh Green was not good. And if y'all have been listening to this podcast for, you know, the last year or so, or even going back to his rookie season, you guys know I'm a big Josh Green supporter. I am very pro Josh Green. But that was not a good game from him last night. And there's been too many times this season where he's just looked like a deer in the headlights. And for a fourth-year player, you can't you can't be doing that. Like he should be further along than what he has shown so far. Uh, just just indecisive. You know, sometimes he'll just make a beeline to the basket without having a plan, and he'll jump in the air and throw a ball. I mean, there's just no. That's the best way to describe it. Josh Green, more times than not, doesn't have a plan. He is just chaos he is the tasmanian devil on a basketball court uh and you know he's got to reel that in a little bit and find a way to become more effective because like i said three points negative 21 in just 18 minutes is not going to cut it it's just not he's got to be better for the mavs going forward if the mavs are going to reach their full potential and if he's not better then you know maybe at some point you consider using green in a trade because i mean like i said it's year four you gotta you gotta show a little bit more growth now to be fair to green it was only game eight of the season so i mean obviously still a ton of basketball left there's 82 games so (laughs) we got 70 more of these bad boys to go uh, at least in the regular season so 
I mean, there's still time for him to turn. And I'm confident that he will. I mean, he's still shooting, you know, a good good percentages across the board. He just has to be smarter with the ball. And, you know, even he had a couple he it only shows one turnover for Josh Green in the uh in the box score. But there were a couple times where he gave his teammates like a ticking time bomb and then it ended up turning into a, a turnover. So that's kind of misleading if you just see one turnover for Green in the box score. He 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 caused a lot more damage than what that shows on there. So that's the first big takeaway. Again, aside from the obvious that they missed Derek Lively. Now, the second one I have is goes back to Luca and how the Raptors – uh, elite defensive length gives him problems. As good as Luca is, unless guys are firing on all cylinders around him, he's not going to be efficient against a team like Toronto because he he gets the feeling there was a certain point in that game where Luca just felt like, well, if I don't do it, nobody will. And then you know Kyrie Irving gave him a good boost at the beginning of that fourth quarter, and it is kind of weird. I don't know why the Mavs went away from that because Kyrie was cooking at the at the f- first part of the first quarter, um, but the Mavs couldn't get any stops. You know, Kyrie would come down, hit a basket, and then they'd immediately give up a basket to Toronto. So they just they couldn't get a stop during that hot streak for Kyrie. I do think they should have tried to uh, to ride that momentum a little bit more than what they did. But regardless, you know, Luca he got the the mindset that if he didn't do it, nobody else would because uh, they ended up missing a ton of free throws. That was another negative in this game against the Raptors. They lost by 11 points. And guess how many free throws the Mavs missed? You guessed it, 12. (laughs) How many times did that happen last season where the Mavs ended up losing by a specific margin? And then you go and look at the free throw numbers and they missed, you know, one more free throw that would have put them over the top if they had hit all of them. So that's that's what happened on Wednesday night. Mavs lose by 11. They also missed 12 free throws. So that's that's a stinger. But, yeah, Luca. I mean, he he's great. Uh, when that three-point shot is falling, he's arguably the best player in the league. But when he's going two of 10 from three uh, and 11 of 26 overall with, you know, four turnovers, he was a negative seven on the night. You know, that 31 points just doesn't really look as good. And a lot of those, uh, you know, about six or eight of those points kind of came when you when you were getting the feeling that the game was already over anyway. So uh, shout out to Toronto. They always have a good defensive game plan when they play against Luka. And like I said, that defense is legit. They they are good. I mean, I the Mavs should be trying anything possible to get either Pascal Siakam or OG Ananobi on this team. Um, you know, both are potentially going to go into free agency this upcoming summer. Pascal Siakam is a – he's an expiring contract, so he is definitely going to go into free agency. Uh, OG Ananobi has a player option, but given how good he is and, you know, the amount he's making in the – I think it's around like $17 million. I, I may be a little off there, but uh, he's due for a, a pay upgrade. So – I expect both of those guys to go into unrestricted free agency. And look, if if the Raptors can't work out a contract extension with either one of them, you got to consider trading them before the February deadline. 
and I don't know if the Mavs have enough in the asset cupboard to get either one of those, but, you know, I wrote a piece on how they could potentially get Pascal Siakam uh, here in the last few days. So go to DallasBasketball.com and check that out. But, I mean, either any of those guys on that Toronto team would be just, you know, a godsend as far as, like, the Mavs' wing depth and having more perimeter defense and putting some more size next to Luka and Kyrie. Uh, the third big takeaway I had from this game, and it's kind of a sad one to me, but, you know, the Mavs need to accept that Maxi Kleba isn't the player he used to be. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. And again, I mean, that you know, it sucks to admit that, but it's the truth. You know, it's like everybody loved Reggie Bullock. Everybody loved how gritty he was defensively and how he, even though he didn't shoot the ball earlier in the season, he'd always come around uh, December on and just, just turn it on, shooting the lights out. And then they made the, uh, Mavs made the Western Conference Finals run where him and Dorian were spearheading the defense and, you know, there was a lot of love for Reggie, and it was warranted. But then there came a point last season where we just all collectively knew, everybody watching the games, that this guy just doesn't have it anymore. And the Mavs saw that. They ended up trading him, you know, to uh, in a three-way trade, getting Grant Williams, and then Bullock went to the Spurs. The Spurs released him, uh, and then he signed with the – Houston Rockets, and he's averaging less than a point a game so far this season. So, I mean, some things are just really obvious. And for me, Maxi Kleba not having it anymore is one of those things for me. I mean, they just – he just doesn't have it. I hate it because he is a Mavs homegrown talent. You know, he was an undrafted free agent signing. He's from Dirk's hometown, Wurzburg, Germany. Uh, and he's been a key piece for this Mavs for the last several years. He's been a great defender. I'd argue, you know, even though he's not, he wasn't suited to be the Mavs' true defensive anchor, he was a defensive anchor for so many years when the Mavs didn't have anything else resembling that. Uh, you know, he's he's been a pretty good three-point shooter up until his, his latest string of injuries. 
And, you know, the last one, it, it's just really hard to come back from a hamstring tear when you're in your 30s, especially when you rely on your athleticism, you know, the way Maxie did, his verticality, uh, being a rim protector, um, you know, getting enough, getting enough legs into your jump shot, you know, to be confident there. I mean, it's just, it's just not there for Maxie, and I hate it. I, I don't think it's anything on him, you know, not having the right mindset or anything, but I think it's just his body has failed him. Um, and I feel like he's let that affect his confidence too. So I hate it for him. Again, you know, I hope it's early in the season. I don't want to just say, like, it's just completely over for him, but, you know, judging by how he played last year coming back from that, that hamstring tear and how he started off this season. It just, I don't know. It doesn't look good, but maybe he will surprise all of us and, you know, come back and be at least a positive off the bench. He he doesn't have to be great, but if he could give at least 10 to 12 good minutes off the bench with lively starting, I mean, that would, that would help a lot. So, um, so now the Mavs move on to Friday, which will be their second in-season tournament game. They take on the Los Angeles Clippers, who just traded for James Harden. And, uh, you know, they've lost both of their games so far since adding Harden. And, uh, you know, their depth isn't really what it needs to be. And uh, they're, they haven't won a game on the road. So the Mavs coming off a loss. They're 3-1 and one at home now. They're playing a team that, just acquired a new piece that hasn't really got their chemistry together and they haven't won a road game for the entire season. There's a good chance for the Mavs to bounce back at American Airlines Center on Friday against the Clippers. And then they head off on a four game road trip that starts with two straight games in New Orleans. I'll be there for those personally. Uh, now, because of that, you know, this is probably going to be my last pod until. I'm going to try to do one on uh, two, well, let's see, on Monday, so the day following uh, that first Pelicans game, but we'll see how it goes. At the very least, you know, it'll it'll be uh, Wednesday, or at the soonest, sorry, at the latest, it'll be Wednesday, but I'll try to be back on here uh, Monday after that first Pelicans game, so guys, uh, I appreciate it. Before I take off here, I do want to tell you about the uh the sleeper app so uh the sleeper app if you like daily fantasy sports if you think you know basketball you could up to 100 times your money uh with your picks on the sleeper app if you if you use it so if you're a daily fantasy sports person and you're looking at different games to bet on and you know all that kind of stuff they they've got all kinds of individual player stats that you can uh that you can bet on i know on tonight there's only two nba games so the bucks play the pacers and the hawks play the orlando magic so there's not as much as there usually is when there's a full slate of games but there's still i mean between those two games there's still a, a pretty good bit to choose from so uh with orlando and atlanta Trey Young's over-under for blocks is 0.5. I'm taking the under on that. I just, you know, I don't see Trey Young playing much defense against this Orlando Magic team. 
Uh, DeJounte Murray over under on three pointers made 1.5. I'm taking the over there. And then uh, Paolo Banchero over under 21.5 points. Take the over there. I think Banchero will be able to kind of overpower uh, the Hawks to a, to a certain degree. And I, I, I expect him to have a big night against Atlanta. And then one more for good measure, Clint Capella, a guy who has been linked to the Mavs in trades for a while now. Uh, his over-under for rebounds is 9.5. And I'm going to take I'm going to take the over there because you know the 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 Magic are having some injury issues and Clint Capella, he's a hard-nosed veteran and I I could see him grabbing 10 at least 10 rebounds against this Orlando team tonight. So uh, we will see how all that goes. And look, if you want to get up to $100 off on your first deposit, I'm sorry, not $100 off. What am I saying? Don't listen to me. <laughs> no, but if you want to get up to $100 matched on your first deposit, use our promo code STEPBACK. That's S-T-E-P. B A C K use promo code step back and you could get uh, up to a hundred dollars match on your first deposit. So guys, be sure to go do that. If you're a daily fantasy sports person and you like, you know, making bets on all these different things, go check it out, get their app. It's really cool. They, I mean, they, there's so many other, like I, I mentioned those four prop bets that I'm taking tonight, but you know, I'm looking on here that, you know, they got, Jalen Suggs over under on assists. Uh, you got Franz Wagner uh, over under 4.5 rebounds. That's probably a good one, you know, to to potentially take the over. Uh, Tyrese Halliburton, 11.5 assists. They got all kinds of stuff on here. So go check it out. See what you think. And, uh, yeah, we'll see you next time, guys. Appreciate it. Y'all uh, like, rate, and subscribe on all your favorite podcast platforms. Hit that subscriber button on YouTube. We just passed the 12,000 subscriber mark on you know after our most recent episode. So I really appreciate you guys doing that. And uh, be sure to go give us a bunch of likes and comments. I mean, I love talking with you guys on there too. So we'll probably have to do some live stuff, you know, plan some live stuff for later in the season just so we can, you know, interact live and not have to do it in the in the comments after the fact. So I'll definitely look into doing that. And then also leave us a review on Apple Podcasts for a chance to win future giveaways. We got a bunch of t-shirts that we give away. Every now and then we do ticket giveaways and stuff like that. So be sure to go and leave a review on Apple Podcasts and put your social media at on there so we know how to contact you if you win. So anytime there's a giveaway, that's what I do. I go to our Apple Podcast reviews and I scroll through them and I pick a winner at random. So if you have left us a review on there, you automatically have your name thrown into the hat to potentially win a giveaway. So, guys, appreciate it. Y'all have a great rest of your day. Have a great weekend. Uh, I will probably not be on here uh, Saturday to recap the Clippers game, but who knows? Depending on what happens, I might find, I might have to do it from my phone like I did <laughs> one of these uh, one of these last videos and just you know put something up there real quick we'll see i've i've kind of i've been saying like oh i'm gonna do two a week and then i end up doing like four weeks so 
So we'll see how it goes. I appreciate y'all. I'll see you next time.